So tonight um, we're doing. Oh, you know, we have to talk about. Well, okay, I just doing. I went into it. Sorry, I was eager. Sorry. Sorry. Captain Midnight apparently is the first episode of this particular series. The first show sponsored by Oval Team, which you'll hear a lot about. <laughs> um, it was originally broadcast on September 30th, 1940. We have a ridiculously random happenstance cast this evening. <laughs> it's gone through a few incarnations over the last couple of hours. Um, I'm going to let you guys introduce yourselves because I didn't bother to get either of your last names. <laughs> but we have Beth Beard is helping again, our usual stand-in for when Tim has to be at work, unfortunately. Uh, Christian Potenza has joined us again. Finally, I don't know why we didn't do it again more soon, but... That was like, what, two years ago? I think two years ago. Two years yeah. ago, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so thanks for yeah, having me back. Like this is well awesome. Um, and he brought with us, just randomly, again, this was not planned, uh, two other lovely voice actors to help us out tonight. All the way from lovely Hamilton, from the lovely Infinity Hamilton. Forge. And you are? Ashanti Cirillo. And you are? <laughs> I'm Robert Moore. Great. And by the way, we did this on the way down. Guys, it just so happens because when you told me what we were doing, listen to this. Oh, no. Siri, what's my nickname? You'll need to unlock your iPhone first. <laughs> <laughs> You've asked me to call you Captain. Yeah. You've asked me to call Siri, you Siri, what's my nickname? Captain. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I, I know. You had to be. Because... I used to run on my YouTube channel when I started first doing those conventions and, and Comic Cons and Fan Expos, I came up with this character called Captain Christian Potenza of the Animation Nation Army. Oh, perfect. And so that's been my nickname for like the last 10 years, has been oh, that's Captain. Amazing. And it was like, we're reading Captain Midnight, and I was like, yeah! <laughs> now we are! Destiny! I'm super stoked. I'm super, super stoked about this. I was like, you're Captain Midnight, I have no idea who anybody else is playing <laughs> at this point. And go. Here we go. Alright, you ready? Captain Midnight, 1940. Bong, bong, the makers of Team presents Captain Midnight. Captain Midnight brought to you every day, Monday through Friday, at the same time by the makers of Team. Captain Midnight is a new program for many of our listeners, all of them in this case. It is written for red-blooded young Americans, for boys and girls, and yes, for mother and dad too. For everyone who's young in spirit, Captain Midnight will bring you plenty of excitement, mystery, suspense, thrills galore! It lets you live a live, it's let you live a story, a real adventure in the air and on the ground. You'll never want to miss a single broadcast of Captain Midnight, and you'll want all your friends to enjoy it too. So be sure and tell them to listen in every day. This program is brought to you by the makers of Ovaltine, the famous food drink that is a favorite with millions of Americans, young and old. Ovaltine is a favorite food drink for two reasons. First, because it's so downright good. You'll love its rich, satisfying flavor, so different from any other drink you've ever tasted. And you'll never grow tired of it. Second, <laughs> because Ovaltine is so good for you. It brings you loads and loads of valuable vitamins, minerals, miserable, <laughs> and other vital food elements that help build strong, healthy bodies. Because it's people. It's made from people! 
give you the pep and energy you need to be wide awake and husky. <laughs> it wasn't that You can be both wide awake and husky at the same time. So tell mother, specifically, father doesn't give a flying crap. Uh, you'd like to start drinking Ovaltine every single day and to start listening to this swell new program. And now, to Captain Midnight. Dun, dun, dun. We are about to embark on a series of strange and exciting, dangerous adventures. Adventures that will lead us to all parts of the world. But now, in order that you may understand the amazing events which are about to take place, we take you across the Atlantic Ocean to wartime France. The First World War had reached a moment of crisis. The Allied armies were in danger of terrible destruction. And then, at the moment of greatest peril, the courage of one man helped save them from surrender and lead them to final victory. We take you now to a small bomb-proof dugout somewhere in France, where a flickering light of a candle plays across a strained face of a lone officer, a general of the Allied Army. He's a studied military man. Outside, the night is black and cold. Suddenly, we hear, but listen. Come in. Major Steele. Sir, everything is prepared. You have found the man? I have. What's his name? No, no, it's better that I don't know. I agree with you, sir. There are only two people in the world who know the mission to which he has been assigned. Yes, you and the leader in Washington. Yes, sir. Major, do you think he has a chance? Mm, I'm afraid the odds against him are about 100 to 1. If he fails, it will be terrible for all of us. It will, but enough of that. Bring him in. <laughs> yes, sir. Wait, I don't want to see his face. Blow out that candle. Yes, sir. <clears throat> now bring him in. <laughs> yes, sir. <clears throat> will you come in, Captain? The man is before you, sir. You have your instructions? Yes, sir. Then I want to talk to you. <laughs> Be sure that you understand the risk you are taking. I do. If you fail tonight, it will be the end for all of us. If you are successful, our country will be saved from defeat. Do you understand? I do. Also, if you succeed tonight, you will have started a long and dangerous task, which, if you live, may require your lifetime to complete. Is that clear? Yes, General. Very clear. Above all, do you understand that your ultimate purpose is the extermination of the most rascally and dangerous criminal in the world, a traitor to the United States, a fiend who has caused the slaughter of thousands of our countrymen? I am speaking of the one known as Ivan Shark. I understand. You are ready to go? My plane stands outside the door. Good. Henceforth, until you have accomplished your final task, you will not be known by your true name. The name you will be known by rests in the hands of fate. How long do you think it will be before we know the outcome of this night's adventure? Sir, if I have not returned by 12 o'clock, you will know I have failed. You are a brave man, Captain. Now, Godspeed. Thank you, sir. Good night, everybody. <laughs> and so it's 
in the night roars a plane piloted by a lone man upon whose shoulders rests the fate of this country. Not this country, like the states. Their country. Hours later, he has not returned. And that's the show. The general of the Allied Army is waiting in his dugout with despairing hope. What time is it, Major? Fifteen seconds until twelve o'clock. Well, Major, I guess we're sunk. It means disaster for us all. It was too much to ask of a mere man. Hey. I should have known that. Hey. Listen, listen, do you hear anything? I do, I do. It's a plane! Listen to that, we're saved. Yes, and it's just 12 o'clock. Yes, and to me he shall always be Captain no. But that was 20 years ago. <laughs> Slowly, as time rolls by, <laughs> strange stories are whispered about a shadowy plane, a mysterious pilot, who whenever trouble started in any part of the world, was certain to come diving furiously from the night sky. But the years have passed, as I said. We are no longer in France, but in the United States in the gently rolling hill country of Virginia. Out among the hills of Virginia, there stands a solitary, lonely house. It's situated well back from the road. Trees and shrubbery are pal shrubbery. Four. This makes me want to say me. Me. This house of gray stone. The house of gray stone gives the impression of having been recently remodeled. Hmm. The house and grounds appear to be deserted, but suddenly. A car is heard approaching along the road. The car turns into the driveway. <laughs> and then it stops. It's an old car. <laughs> I like it. It drives up to the front door and, and then stops. <laughs> the car door opens. And it closes. A man walks to the stone steps of the door. There's a duck in the door. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> I don't remember seeing the duck. <laughs> it's a farm area. That's true. <laughs> Did he quack up? Oh! oh. <laughs> the joke was from the 1930s. Yeah, well. It was already 10 years old when this was. Man, watch this. Oh. The door. He's a tall. Sorry, I was late on the queue, so he's walking fast. We're walking fast. <laughs> he's a tall, muscular. And his lean, dark face is bronzed by wind and sun. His hand reaches for the bell, but before he can ring, the door opens. And a man's voice says, Yes, sir, what can I do for you? I beg your pardon, but I may have lost my way. I came two miles west, four south, and then eight miles west again. That's most curious, sir. Do you realize you have cubed the number two? Numerals 2, 4, and 8 were considered lucky by the ancient Medes in Persia, and even in those days, a secret. A secret even today, and might I add, the way is long. You're right. The way is long, but the reckoning is sure. You haven't lost your way, sir. Come in. I'll take your hat. Thanks. <clears throat> here are your instructions. Shall I open them here? If you please, you must be sure you know what to do. Are your instructions perfectly clear? Absolutely. You will follow me. Now then. The wall opened. 
Very interesting. The wall in front of us, part of it seems to be moving. You will follow me through the opening. <laughs> Very clever. I would have never dreamed there was an entrance through that wall. We hope no one else will either. Now then, I'll close the door. You will follow me down the stairs in front of us. Indirect lighting, I see. <laughs> yes. All lighting is indirect within the house. Now then, from here you go on alone. Well, I see nothing but concrete walls and flagstone floor. I know. I'll step on a, I'll step on a certain flagstone near the wall. The floor opened. Well, more surprises. A section of the floor is rising. Now I see a circular staircase. Yes. You will descend the staircase according to your orders. After your head is below the floor, I'll close the opening. Goodbye and good luck. Goodbye and much obliged. Floor closed. <laughs> what? Ah, there's a steel door. What do you think a floor closing sounds like? footsteps on staircase. Ah, there's the steel door. That must be the button that will open it. It's been down there a while. Well, I guess here is where I'm supposed to make myself comfortable. So, I'll just try out <laughs> one of these easy chairs. I see the doors... The bees. I see the door is beginning to close again. That hum indicates an air conditioner system is working. I wonder how long it will be. <laughs> It'd be funny if you read this. I wonder how long it will be. The air conditioner system is working. I wonder what? how long that will last. No, instead of how long it will it will be, it will be how long will it be? <laughs> how long will it be? <laughs> Eddie. I wonder how long it it will what? Now I'm confused. <laughs> well, Captain Midnight waits in that secret room of the lonely stone house in the Virginia Hills. A car turns into the estate's driveway, comes to a stop at the front door. <laughs> Three men step out of the rear seat. The driver closes the door behind them. There's never two rooms to just fucking close their own door. Right? Guys. The three men hurry up the steps. They hurry up the steps. They hurry fast up the steps. One Sorry. lead, the other two following closely behind. The door opens. And the first man enters, the other two remaining outside. He's waiting for you below, sir. Very good, SS-11. I'll go down to him at once. Pardon me, sir, but do you have your mask? Yes, in my pocket. I don't think he will recognize me anymore, but I'd better wear it. I'll adjust it on the way down. Every precaution must be taken. How do you do? Good afternoon. You are Captain Midnight? I am known by that name? Yes. Your real name is Captain Albright. But please, you are to remain standing. I will sit down also. Thank you. We have a great deal to discuss. There are few people indeed who know my real name. 
I know all about you, Captain Midnight. I know that you and your ward, Chuck Ramsey, have just returned from a vacation in the Orient. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck and I have been back less than a week. Then perhaps you are not very well acquainted with the events of the past few months. I have learned that there has been a vast increase in un-American activities that endanger our democracy. More than you dream, Captain Midnight. More than the general public knows. Certain things have been kept quiet. Sabotage on airplane and munitions factories have taken place. Numerous explanations have been offered. But I have come to a definite conclusion that a secret anti-American criminal organization has come into being that endangers the very existence of the United States. And it is directed by an evil genius such as the world has never known before. I am forming a secret, a secret squadron to combat this criminal force, and I wish you to command it. Well, you do me a great honor indeed. I have taken a long time to look the deal over. You, I am sure, are the best equipped man in the United States for such a task. Well, I am flattered indeed. But if you pardon me, I don't know who you are. <laughs> it's true Major Steele sent me to you, and I have full confidence in him, but... I know what is going on in your mind, Captain Midnight. If you take the post I offer, you must have absolute confidence in me. You must know who I am. I disguised myself before putting on this mask, and I don't believe you'll recognize me. But pardon me a moment while I turn my back to you. There. Now my mask is off. Do you know me? Why, no. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> then read the name on the paper from this paper. <laughs> you. You. I never dreamed it would be you, Mr. Please, Miss. Please, Captain Midnight. <laughs> Don't go any further. You must never mention my name. Captain Midnight has had many a stunning surprise in his dangerous and exciting life, but never one like this. A breathtaking shock comes over him as he suddenly realizes the tremendous gravity of the situation. He can hardly wait for this vitally important conference to continue, but he has to wait for the next episode. What will be Captain Midnight's answer? Will he accept command of the secret squad squadron? Why can't we say that? No! <laughs> squadron. Don't miss the exciting adventure tomorrow. Tune in, same time, same station, to Captain Midnight. Now, just a word about you. <laughs> you have just heard the opening episode in a new series of exciting adventures with Captain Midnight. If you like the way this program begins, keep on spreading the news to all the fellows and girls you know, will ya? <laughs> That'd be fun on the t-shirt. And don't forget to try it. obscurely says, will ya? <laughs> just obscurely on a t-shirt. Hey, go fuck yourself, will ya? <laughs> will ya? <laughs> Don't forget to try old tea this very night, made for people. It's not only a good tasting drink, but it's good for you too. You see, in case you weren't listening at the beginning, Ovaltine brings you loads of wonderful vitamins and miserable <laughs> minerals and other food elements our bodies need if we are to fill out and grow up strong and husky. Nobody wants to be skinny looking and tired and more. <laughs> Oh, how times have changed. <laughs> they wrote this. No, they wrote this. 
Yeah, that's scary. Worn out all the time. But it, when you think back to like the Archie comics, they had those those little what? ads in it where it was like, "Don't yeah. be this skinny, beef up." Like, yeah. Well, they're coming out of the depression, right? Yeah. yeah. Don't be skinny. That's yeah. That's that ain't good. Exactly. If you're still poor. Try yeah. not to I mean, that's the, the whole thing. Even girls wanted to look huskier because it meant that your family hadn't starved to death during the depression. Yeah. Yep. That makes sense. Yep. Uh, you don't want to look tired and worn out all the time. <laughs> Uh, we all want to be regular fellows and girls, full of gap and go, always ready for adventure. And that's why thousands of smart fellows and girls are drinking Ovaltine every single day. Why don't you try some tonight? <coughs> and then be sure to tune in tomorrow, same time, same station, for another string adventure with Captain Midnight. Brought to you every day, Monday through Friday, by the makers of Ovaltine. See you tomorrow, and until then, this is Sue from the Mind Rails, your Ovaltine announcer, saying bong, bong, goodbye bong. and happy landing. <laughs> this is a mutual broadcasting system. Woo! <laughs>